You're listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. Podcast. Yes, it is. It is. You guys, like an offshoot of Her Story on the Rocks. You don't know what that is. Don't worry about it because this is a pod of maths and methods. Perfect. So we want to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We're not going to talk about chapters one through four until next week, Mm -hmm. but uh, you gotta you gotta hear about us. So Marjorie, who are you? Hi. My name is Marjorie. That's Good to name. know. What that do you my do name. for a living? Um, so I am a librarian. Um, I am a writer, um, published and also studied that way. I have an undergrad in creative writing. I'm a huge reader, as you imagine someone who is both a librarian and a writer would be. But until this podcast, I have never touched, thought about, uh read even the back cover of anything Sarah J. Moss has written. This is crucial because I am the opposite. I'm Allie, and I am an avid fantasy romance reader, but was a terrible reader growing up. So Mm -hmm. it didn't hit me until later. But I am very big in the Mossiverse and on the fan sites, and I've read Throne of Glass and A Court of Thorns and Roses and Crescent City mm-hmm. and The Secret Chapters and the little, what do you say, how do you call it, novelette? Yeah. Hi, Editing Alley here. It is called a novella, not a novelette. I'm an idiot. Novelettes on the side, all the little babies. Multiple times. Multiple times. Yes, specifically A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is where we are going to start our read-along. And I believe Allie told me one time that uh, she waits each year to reread the Court of Thorns and Roses series. Yeah, because if not, at, if at the end, because she has to wait another year. I know. It, and <laughs> if not, I will. It will be the only thing I read. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I can't tell you why. Mm-hmm. Now, I, we got to tell people that there might be minimal spoilers along the way. Allie is the spoiler queen. She's the person who buys, like, a Christmas present and immediately is like, guess what I just bought you for Christmas? And I'm like, don't tell me. I'm going to not <laughs> spoil big plot points, but if it's something that's not important, then I'm well, going to just start talking about it. Like, I just have to do it. I'm, but I won't spoil anything big. I mm-hmm. swear. So if you want to read along with us, you're allowed to do that. Also, I need to say one more thing. Yeah. We're sisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sister. Sister. And we live in the same house. We do. If you, you do listen to her story on the rocks, you would know that. But yeah, you know, secret lore of the of the, pod, the of the pod of the her story on the rocks mossiverse interconnected universe. <laughs> right. Now it's, it's, there's it's a family crossover pod. Crossover <laughs> pod. Um, my like fourth podcast at this point. It's upsetting. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's start. Okay. Obviously, this week you read your first ever one through four chapters of yes. A Court of Thorns and Roses. Mm-hmm. But before that, what did you know about Sarah and what did you think about this universe? Um, I didn't know anything about Sarah except that she wrote these books. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know these books were super popular. I know they're sexy, spicy, fantasy yeah. saga. I know there's a lot of them. Um, I have a vague memory from library times because I'll, sometimes I know a lot about books from being a librarian. Even though I've never read the book, I'll like know a whole bunch of details about whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, that's not a sophisticated way of saying it. I know a whole bunch, bunch of details about like this is the author and this is when it got came out and now they're, now they're making a movie and a TV show and that's why everyone wants to read it again and blah, blah, blah. Right, blah. so you know a lot about books you've never read because you have to. Yeah, so I know this is sexy. I know it's a fantasy. I know it's popular. I have a vague memory of once upon a time in my 10 years of library career being somewhere and there, there being like a thing that came out that's like, oh, right, we're moving this series from YA to adult, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I believe it should be that way but i think a lot of new adult kind of stuff sometimes gets put in ya yeah i would i would definitely say it like my daughter is a teenager and she is reading the court of thorns and roses series Mm -hmm. and that doesn't bother me but it depends if you're going to talk to your kids also of all the bodice ripping romances that i've read this one is fairly tame it's right not like it, it can get way spicier like it's like um it's like three hot chili peppers okay it's not like five hot chili peppers right it's not it didn't get put into the erotica section right. it just got Correct. upgraded to a different age right. level. to adult, adult adult fiction okay so that's what you know about sarah which yes we're on a first name basis sarah okay. ha with an h sarah ha um <laughs> let's talk about the cover okay you're in the store. So the original cover art is the book that Marjorie is reading from. The red with the wolf-ish monster on the front and the yellow lettering. That's by Adrian Dadich. This is the original one? That's the original one. I thought this would be the second one. No, that's the original. Oh. Okay. Interesting, right? I'm, okay, go on. Editing Alley here. At this moment, Marjorie and I took a prolonged break to Google which cover was the first cover and make sure I was right. And I was right. The red cover with the wolf is the original cover. Editing Allie here again. Upon further review and looking more into this, we found some websites that said I was correct. The red cover is the original cover. And some websites that said the pictures with the girls are the original cover. Come to find the pictures with the girls are the original cover. Either way, we're analyzing the book covers based on genre, even though our initial Google search was incorrect. So yeah, the the red one without the girls on it okay. is the original cover art. I was sure it was the other way around. Okay, like, why? I First of all, I feel like I always remember seeing the one with the women in dresses mm-hmm. in my time in the library sure. for years. I also would have assumed that was more on trend because this was published in 2015. I did look that up because I had questions when I was reading the first book, the first yes. four chapters. And it I was, was like, May 2015. 15. And I feel like that cover with the girl in the dress is more on trend from that time period. It was very common. I know we just said this wasn't YA. But it was very common with, like, the YA fantasy books at that time to have the girl in the fancy medieval or dystopia dress on the cover. I also thought the other one seemed like it had more, I guess it's less iconic because, you know, when I think of the Court of Thorns and Roses, I do think of the the, um, updated one with the girl in dresses. 
but I feel like the uh, this one's more I yeah. feel like it maybe is more broad like it has more broad appeal while the other one is saying this is specifically what it is yeah I think the old ones by Adrian Dadich is makes you question what the book is about whereas the Court of Thorns and Roses with the girl cover um, they leaned in. They leaned in. They leaned into it, and I think it was after people fell in love with the characters. Right. You I think know? so too, because I think the the original one that just looks it looks like a fan it looks like a fantasy novel because it has this kind of like creature that's very much like a crest from like a uh, old England, you know, whatever. Yeah, and it seal. almost looks like henna a little bit too, like a little bit tattoo art. Yeah, like style engraved, a little like it's been engraved or printed you know a little rough around the edges Mm -hmm. um and just so we're all on the same page this is sarah's actually fourth book published um she wrote the first three books in the throne of glass series first they came out in 2012 13 and 14 and then this came out and that was throne of glass crown of midnight and air of fire one book a year and this and also queen of shadows the fourth book from that series both came out in 2015 this Mm -hmm. one in may and that one in september however um she worked on writing this book in 2009 and she's my age okay so she had written this and it didn't get published until 2015. Okay, so this is the first one she wrote. It's not the first one that was published. Right. And I know it's an interconnected universe. Is this the first uh, chronologically? Um, or... I We can't tell yet. Oh, so, the plot thickens. Throne of Glass, we are unsure whether it is chronologically before or after a court of... Editing Alley here. I want to make sure we all understand that this is only partially true for my big Massiverse readers. But we can't really talk about where Throne of Glass lies in the timeline without giving too much away. So hold your horses, everybody. Thorns and Roses. Crescent City, we know where it falls. That's all I'll tell you. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And we're starting here because this is your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's where I started. That's where you started. All right. So I said Allie. It's the Allie Bain Massiverse read-along. Right. Exactly. Allie Bain order. Okay. Everyone else's order is inconsequential. Right. (laughs) Who cares? Okay. So also, um, when you open it up, after you look at the cover, the Mm -hmm. dedication, it says, for Josh, because you would go under the mountain for me, I love you. That will mean a lot more after you read this book. So Josh is her husband. She was born in 1986, just Mm -hmm. like me. So she's my age. She's 37 right now. I would say, though, before I opened the book, I was reading the back cover. You do the back first. I do. Well, there's no, this one doesn't have a, it doesn't have the, um, this is a paperback, so it doesn't right. have the blur the sleeve. on the yeah. inside. It has it on the back. And I had avoided, even once I got this in the mail, reading it until I was ready to, like, let's react. Okay. And I would say uh, I got held up about four words in looking at the main character's name so i was like how is this pronounced Farah. i've heard you say it now Farah. 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 like Farah fawcett kind of more Feyre? like fey like fairy Farah. i Feyre. think there should definitely um be an a in there somewhere you would think <laughs> um because i was sitting there being like fair 
Fair. <laughs> Fair. I love that you're having Fair. problems with that, but I will also say. I, they do have the sister say it. In the second in the chapter. In the second chapter. But then they said she was, like, pulling it out in a wide, and I was like, I bet this is how it's supposed to be pronounced, but also she's just whining it. So I don't know yeah, it in the second chapter, they give us the pronunciation guide. Fera. Fera. I'm going to have a hard time, like putting a sound to the spelling of this name it'll be fine i think you'll be fine mm-hmm. i think that's the fun it's just like when people couldn't say hermione I remember guess. and she had to like go on the internet and explain how to say hermione yeah back in 1998 nine all the shakespeare people knew how to say hermione though sure but not all yeah. of us <laughs> read shakespeare right. okay so are you ready to dive in to the alley bane Massiverse. Yes. Okay, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Get ready. You've been listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. We're a sister podcast to Her Story on the Rocks, independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. Join us in the Massiverse by reading along each week. All of our contacts and socials are available on herstoryontherocks.com. See you next week.